Oh, there we go. What's up? <laughs> Yo, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Sorry about that. I couldn't hear anything through my um, earphones. So oh, I no worries. That's why I never wear your headphones because they never work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it with uh, Cooper yesterday and I was like, I cannot figure this out. <laughs> so I just put Te So hopefully it's Technology okay not your strong point, right? Yeah. Just technology is not a strong point. I'm only semi-good at working out, and that's kind of, sort of. <laughs> well, you're looking good shape. Ah. Well, I'm trying. So. Try to stay in that quarantine shape. <laughs> yes. Whatever shape that Me is. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for... Um, basically you know coming and chatting with me really and inviting me yeah, of course. into your life which is great um yeah. for those people that are going to be listening to this on youtube and uh, through spotify and itunes and all of those other places um just introduce yourself and your background and sort of tell people that are going to be listening and are listening yeah. now a little bit about yourself sure so my name is bethany shadburn i'm sure most of my followers know that but if you don't now you know Bella somewhere else. I know she's the star of the show, but uh, today I am. Uh, so I've been to the CrossFit Games three times, and if it goes on this year, this will be my fourth. I uh, grew up doing gymnastics competitively, so I did that for about eight years, and I was in the gym like all the time. So I was there from seven o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock at night. Uh, I went to school there. It was basically my whole life, and then everything kind of just went when I hurt my back. Um, Hurt my back really bad and went through like a series of doctors um, and none of them could really figure out what was wrong with me. So I just, uh, just they just chopped it up to inflammation and just gave me a couple of steroid shots in my, in my SI joint and my piriformis and just sent me on my way. Um, so I had to just basically do nothing for a full year and just sit on the couch and that was not fun. Uh, and then finally took up long distance running that happened to be like the only thing that didn't hurt my back at the time. So did that for a while, did some half marathons, uh, slowly ventured into triathlons and off of course racing and then landed in bodybuilding for a couple of years and then finally CrossFit. So <laughs> about like a hodgepodge, like a, it's like been a bunch, a couple of like puzzle pieces, I guess, leading up to CrossFit that's kind of helped me do so well so quickly in CrossFit maybe, but who knows. Yeah, I was going to say as well, the way you say, like, just done a couple of half marathons <laughs> and a few triathlons, like, it's nothing. It's just like, yeah, you know, I just, just yeah, decided whatever. to do it. <laughs> Most people would struggle with that, just be like, oh, my God, I've got a half marathon. What is going on? It was. <laughs> the struggle was real. <laughs> Still sucks. So, <laughs> so what inspired you um, into your journey to training CrossFit? You know, like, what kind of did you see, like, the training going on like via YouTube or at a gym and thought, I want to give that a go or was yeah. that just the competition um, so element? a couple of things. So when I was in bodybuilding, uh, bodybuilders were really against CrossFit. So I was like, I'll never do CrossFit. CrossFit's stupid. Um, and before I got into bodybuilding, my older brother, shout out Brendan, um, he was doing CrossFit. He's been doing CrossFit since the beginning. And I think I was like 16 or something. He's like, Hey, you should come and do a CrossFit class with me. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. And so I did a class and I got done with it. And I was like, nah, I hate this. And he's like, what do you mean you hate it? You just like destroyed everybody in the workout and you hate it. And I was like, yeah, it's not for me. I don't like this crap. And uh, so I just was like, well, I'm gonna try bodybuilding. So I did that for a couple of years. 
And then um, my ex wanted to do CrossFit and I was like, well, I mean, I guess I'll try it out. I don't think that I'm really gonna like it, but I wanna do what you're doing kind of thing. And I think secretly that he knew that I was gonna be really good at it. So he's like, yeah, yeah, let's just do it, let's do it. So uh, we joined a CrossFit gym and I ended up really liking it. And I was like, crap, man, I really like this. <laughs> Um, and I just started competing from there. I think I did so many different things leading up to CrossFit though, because I was trying to find something that fit like gymnastics did for me. Um, gymnastics was just like, it was awesome. It was a, you had to do, you know, four different events. You had a lot of, it was a lot of skill orient oriented. Um, and I don't think I ever really found something that really fit me until CrossFit did. And CrossFit's just like, everything right you have to be able to run to swim to lift weights and i mean i had never touched a barbell until i started crossfit even in bodybuilding i only did like dumbbells and stuff and body weight stuff uh so the barbell was like a whole new skill for me to learn and then all the kipping movements like the handstand push-ups and ring muscle ups and stuff so uh it was a challenge and i really liked it so that's why i think i took a big liking to it yeah i think that's one of the um points that I think a lot of people why they kind of gravitate to CrossFit as well is because of that challenge like I've yeah. tried doing walking handstands yeah. I get like two two, two spaces yeah. like and I'm, as an I'm adult, down. trying to learn all that stuff is insane I can't even imagine trying to learn some of the stuff uh that they're doing right now I was like thank you mom for putting in, me in gymnastics when I was little <laughs> um but yeah like it's it's challenging and I think people like that challenge I think that's why people like crossfit how do you how do you compare sort of crossfit to other sports like gymnastics and things like that like is it kind of now your favorite thing or do you would you like to do gymnastics again and maybe a yeah. little bit of crossfit like is it your number one kind of golden um know, i think gymnastics will always be number one in my heart <laughs> crossfit's a close second um i think gymnastics always is because like I just grew up doing it uh, and I just had like a lot of good memories a lot of like hard memories there's a lot of hard things that we did in, in gymnastics but a lot of good memories and I think that CrossFit kind of follows into that but gymnastics will always be my first love so number one for that but um, compared to like other sports I think it just kind of incorporates a whole lot of different things like not to like diss any other sports whatsoever because I have no hand-eye coordination or foot-eye coordination whatsoever. So like soccer, throwing a football, baseball, anything like that, I just like can't do. <laughs> um, but I think it just incorporates so much that it's just, it's exciting to do and it's fun. And there's just, it's just endless possibilities of things that you can do. And like, I think people were doing CrossFit before CrossFit started. Like there's like the HIIT training and I just remember always doing a bunch of like body weight workouts. And so, it was cool to actually put more of a name on it when I started doing CrossFit. So, yeah, I agree. I think I everybody mean, um, some sort of it. I trained in that sort of format before as well, like doing hit style training, even yeah. using sort of cleaning and pressing and then burpees and so on and, and yeah. kind of mixing up. And people yeah. are like, what are you doing? I'm just like, eh, so I don't know, just body weight stuff. <laughs> I'm just trying to move. Yeah. <laughs> Get some cardio. And now <laughs> it's finally kind of branched off into its own um, sport and it's challenging you know and people yeah. are keep moving that bar higher you know you're like how are they doing this and then suddenly someone comes along and it's like bam now this is the level yeah and it's very hard to keep up i guess yeah. <laughs> with that competition that's yeah. constantly growing 
Um, it's exciting too at the same time. You're like, ah, I want to get there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I think I've, uh, just based on talking to you for, you know, a few minutes now, I think you're very competitive and ambitious yeah. and you kind of want to be at that top or, or near and, you know, that's, that's great, right? That's yeah. that mindset. Yeah. Yeah, I, kinda, I think I grew up kind of like that. Like my dad was really into fitness. And so there was like, uh, it was four of us growing up together and we were really close in age. So, and we all start with the letter B. So it's Brendan, Brittany, Benjamin, Bethany, and we're all two years apart. And so we were just like wild children growing up. And so my dad was always like, all right, like at the end of the night, he's like, all right, everyone put their feet underneath the couch and we're doing a thousand sit-ups, let's go. Or like when we went on road trips, we just stop at gas stations. He's like, all right, take off, go run around the building. And then we're going to do push-ups and sit-ups and all this stuff. So I just kind of grew up with all that. So it kind of just, I think, uh, like meshed into like what CrossFit is and like competing and just like being on the floor. Cause that's one of my favorite things to do is just like competing and competition mm. and stuff. So what do you think um, kind of drives you to keep going when you're doing these sort of events? Because everyone has a breaking point, right? And for everyone, it's kind of different. Yeah. How like if you and me were going to have do, do CrossFit, right? Mm -hmm. I will break and I'm just wondering why that is like that mentality side of things what keeps you going and keeps you driven is it just in you is it been instilled in you from gymnastics and like you said your dad yeah I think it's kind of a, a mixture like I don't think anyone's necessarily born with it um, I think it's just kind of how you grew up and I grew up in a family that was like very fitness oriented yeah take it off I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> sure all the fans like that <laughs> um but yeah i just grew up in like a, a more of a competitive atmosphere so i think it was more instilled in me to like want to compete and like strive to be better and stronger um so it's definitely like and it's more of a, a learned skill more than anything um and i think just being in gymnastics uh competitively so young like I started competing when I was seven in gymnastics and you just get instilled, you know, different things than if you were, you know, didn't do anything growing up or didn't do anything competitive. So um, I think just having that background of gymnastics and then my family being more competitive just kind of helped me have that drive to keep going. Yeah. For me, I, I have, I'm a really bad loser. So if I lose, I'm a sore oh, yeah, loser. Too. I hate it. Yeah, and that tries to well, drive me. On what it is. There's like yeah, certain things yeah. where it's like, if it's a card game, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Or dominoes or something. But if it's something that I know that I'm decent at and I want to be better at and I lose, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel sorry for my kids when I have them one day, when I have children one day. They ain't winning. No. <laughs> They're going to have to learn, you know? The hard way. It's probably better that way anyways. Yeah. I don't think my dad ever let us win any, anyway, so I feel you on that. <laughs> um, so when did you feel you was ready for, like, your first competition to compete in your first competition? When did you think, okay, I'm ready to now go and do this? I think it was, like, six months to a year into CrossFit. Um, I think like after I joined, it was soon after like the, the, the open or something. So I did that, but it was just kind of like, yay, CrossFit drink. Yay. Let's do it. Party. Um, and then after the open, I was like, I think, I think I want to try to do some competitions and just kind of see where I stand. 
Um, and then that's when I did a couple of local competitions and got into that the first year. And then after that was when I did like Wadapalooza the, uh, in 2017, I did Wadapalooza and that was like my first three day competition. And that just blew my mind. Cause like in, in gymnastics when I competed or anything else is always just one day of competition and going from one day or even like a local CrossFit competition. So always one day and going from one to three, I was just like, Oh God, <laughs> I think I wanted to quit after that. I was like, I think I want to quit CrossFit. <laughs> I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then I got back to the gym and I was like, no, that was a lot of fun. I want to do that again. <laughs> Do you feel sometimes that you get addicted to the buzz, you know, like of competing and the chemicals that are released and all that stuff as well? Because yeah. I do jujitsu. I'm not very good, but I, when I first went, it was like such a buzz for me. You know, I'm getting choked out on whatever. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, man, I love this. And yeah. then now I'm addicted and I've got to keep going and keep going and keep going. And I was wondering... Yeah. You get that from the CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Like, any anytime you're on the floor, I feel like anybody competing with anything gets the butterflies, and you just get really excited. And uh, that just, like, it never gets old. At least it doesn't get old for me. And I think that's, like, when people should stop competing or, like, when I decide that I'm done competing is when I don't feel that way, getting out on the floor or have that excitement or the want to do it. So, um, but yeah, that drives me so much to want to compete even more. It's just like that feeling before you go on the floor, like when you're on the floor, cause you can just do so much more when you're like at a competition compared to like at your own gym, you just mm -hmm. find like this fifth gear that you just, you can't get into unless you're with other people pushing you that hard or at a competition. So it's just a really cool I feeling. I think it's like, um, I've got us, I mean, I'm no scientist here, but when you're performing a sport in front of a thousand, you know, thousands of people, right. That is going to motivate you to achieve right. more like the same as when we listen to music, when we run or right. when we listen to music, when we train, we're going to perform better. So yeah. to have all those people, you know, going mental, cheering yeah. you on, your team's cheering you on or, you know, or your partner. Just, yeah. Just even having people there, like, if we end up competing this year at the CrossFit games and we don't have spectators, I think for me, I'll still have that push because, I don't really have that many people to work out with. So getting to work out with people that are way better than me, is just going to push me to do even better. So I really mm -hmm. like that. I like getting smashed in workouts by other people. It like makes, it just puts things in perspective. You're like, Oh man, I'm really not that good. <laughs> or the things yeah. you think that you're really good at, you're like, man, I actually really suck at them. <laughs> like that's how my first year at the CrossFit games was when I was competing. I was like, I thought I was good at this, but there's a girl like already 20 reps ahead of me. And this is like my best movement. And apparently I suck. <laughs> so it just puts things yeah. way more in perspective. And you're like, man, I got a long way to go. What's um, like a typical oh, training day and, and training week for yourself? Like how, what's your routine? During quarantine or? <laughs> let's, let's say normal life, normal All life. Right, um, so I try to split it up into two sessions. I'll do like a mid-morning session of like strength and weightlifting and then take a couple of hours off and either coach or just rest. And then I just have like another couple of hours of conditioning. So it just could be like one long wad or a couple different wads and then some accessory work. Um, it's been kind of weird the last couple of months though, because I've had my Achilles injury. So I was going to get into two a days 
and then I fractured my heel and had like a bunch of Achilles issues. So I was in a boot. So I was just doing one session a day. And if I just do one session, I just try to do everything together, like my strength and conditioning. So, but I'd rather split it up into two sessions because I feel like you get more, more bang for your buck that way. Mm. And what about like eating wise? Are you consuming high calories or yeah, you, you've got time. it all weighed out, managed out and stuff so, like that? I don't do any macros. I don't like to do the food scale thing. Uh, it just gets in my head about like where I'm at. Uh, so, but I only eat like, I eat the same thing basically every day. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day for me. Uh, so I don't eat like a normal, typical breakfast. I just eat what I eat for dinner for breakfast. <laughs> so I have yeah. like rice and ground beef, beets and butternut squash, and then like some greens. So it could be kale, spinach, uh, or anything like that, like any type of greens. And then it's the same thing. If I switch it up, it's potato and ground turkey. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> but like, I, I actually enjoy eating that stuff. It's not like I'm forcing myself to, if I wanted yeah. something else and if I crave something, I'll definitely eat it. Um, but it's very much like 90 to 95% of the same. I'm just eating the same thing over and over again, but it's because mm -hmm. I actually enjoy it and I don't mind eating the same thing. So no, it's not yeah. like a hassle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's like that for me, I don't know whether you're, you're the same in this, but if I have like a McDonald's or a pizza one day, like, cause I eat pretty good, but yeah. if I eat something shit, right? Hurts. It yeah. hurts me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, why did I do this? I, like, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm giving myself a pep talk, but you yeah, are a disgusting like, human being. You're a terrible <laughs> person. No. And that, and that, I think that was a big change for me compared to doing like bodybuilding to CrossFit is with bodybuilding. You're eating for aesthetics. And then with CrossFit, I like switched my mindset to like, you're eating to perform. So like you're feeling your body. So if you eat crap, then you're going to feel like crap in the gym. But if you eat a little bit cleaner, then you're probably going to feel a lot better in the gym. And that's been proven over and over again. So, and I've definitely like done my fair share of like going out and drinking and trying to work out the next day or eating something bad and trying to work out. And it just, it hurts. <laughs> So I'm like, ah, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> it's very rare. So um, how much time do you put into your like recovery and injury management? Because obviously what you do is a such lot. of high intensity, yeah. you know, it's going to have an effect on the body, right? Yeah. Um, I usually do. I, I've been trying to cut it down a little bit, but it's anywhere between like 20 minutes to 45 minutes of prehab work before I work out or like foam rolling and stuff. I just really like it. I actually really enjoy that stuff. And I think it kind of helps me not one, just like mobilize and get activated and stuff, but mindset too, especially if I don't feel like going to the gym or working out that day, it kind of helps me just give myself time to mentally prepare for everything that I'm about to do. Uh, so I usually really take my time before I start working out, <laughs> which is why I'm probably in the gym for like five or six hours because <laughs> the first hour is just like me kind of, you know, talking and mobilizing and stretching and activating. Um, but I do spend a lot of time on that because I've had so many injuries uh, through just gymnastics and everything that I've done. And then I do a ton of accessory work usually afterward as well. I think that's really important to do. Just like all the bodybuilding stuff that people I think leave out, um, that's your foundation. And that's, I think that's where a lot of my foundation came from is from bodybuilding and being able to do like all the hypertrophy and 
dumbbell work and body weight stuff. So I think that's only helped me with CrossFit. So I try to always incorporate that into my workouts. Cause I, I think that's something that I'm going to have to fall back on once, you know, my body's done competing and doesn't want to work anymore is there's bodybuilding for me. So I think that's always going to be around for people. When do you feel like you're going to have hit your peak almost? Like when, when do you feel like you're going to be there and then you're going to get to a point where you're going, uh, it's, I'm, I'm dropping off a little bit. What's going on? <laughs> well, I think every athlete's dream is to always be able to compete. <laughs> um, but I think hopefully I'll hit my peak in the next couple of years. Uh, I want to have a family and do all that stuff that most of the older games athletes are doing. So I think my goal is to stop around 30 if my body is ready to be done and try to have some kids and then try to get back into competing if my mm -hmm. body says yes. Um, but these next couple of years are a little bit more vital for me. Like I'm really trying to do the best that I can and try to hit like a huge peak. But hopefully, hopefully I'll always get to compete. Like that's always my goal is I've always really enjoyed competing since I was little. So Hopefully my body is like, yeah, let's keep going for the next 20 years. <laughs> but we'll Fingers see. crossed, right? <laughs> yeah, right. See how my body holds up. <laughs> so um, what did you, like, what's your take on the um, new sort of format that was implemented in 2019 at the Games? Did you like it? Not massive fan? Uh, Just went with it? A little biased because I did so well this year. <laughs> I like the format. Um, I kind of, I kind of wish that they would have kept the top twenty throughout the whole weekend because there was money involved throughout the top twenty, and it's always been like that. So I think that maybe that would have been a better showing. But it was cool at the same time because I think going down to ten for the whole weekend, you get to know the girls a little bit more. It's a little bit more intimate of a setting. Um, I don't think it's as stressful. It was like a lot more relaxed in the back um, when we were warming up and stuff compared, especially like at the beginning because we had 150 and we went down to 10. So having 150 plus athletes back there, male and female, it was pretty insane. Uh, so it was kind of cool to see the it dwindle down. It just, it got really calm and cool in the back when we were warming up when it was just 10. So I liked it a lot, but I'm sure most people didn't. <laughs> And maybe I, I would have had a different perspective if I didn't make it into the top 10, you know? Yeah. Like some of the games athletes, because that's, it sucks. It's hard, you know, to be cut when you've been, you know, maybe in the top 10 the last couple of years and now you're 18th and you're cut, you know? Yeah. So. Well, my answer to them is train harder. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, and I always go back and forth with like, man, did I deserve it? Or. You know, did I earn my spot? But it's like, you know, everyone did the same workouts and, you know, you just get cut. And that's just the format it was this year. And the workouts were laid out the way that they were for, I don't know, because Dave Castro wanted it that way. So you just have to, that's what CrossFit is, it's constantly varied. So you just have to be ready for anything and everything. So hmm. I just got lucky, I guess. <laughs> nah, you, you're, you know, you're phenomenal in your performances so you've earned it do you know what i mean you're there for a reason it's not it's not just you know they've gone yeah we're just yeah you're good you can, you're good. You can go through you know you like it. you've earned it <laughs> well thank you um so who would be your sort of ideal training partner for the games if you could train with anyone pick anyone you want who would be your ideal training partner 
Oh, probably Haley Adams. I love you, Haley. Um, I think we're like very close of like what what our strengths are and our weaknesses. So I always really want to train with her all the time. Uh, we tried to make it work once, but it didn't work out. She's all the way in Tennessee and I'm in Texas. So, uh, but I would really like to train with her probably. That'd be cool. Make yeah. It happen. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all the time. Like, oh, let's do it. <laughs> Um, so how do you manage your time such as, you know, hanging with friends and, you know, home life and so forth? Like, how do you manage that and training so intensively for how long you do juggling a lot of stuff or are you planning and kind of prepping and making plans and everything, scheduling? I think I'm still learning how to do that. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> um, I think there's a time and a place for it. I think that as a professional athlete, you have to be a little bit selfish and it sucks sometimes because then other parts suffer. Um, because I have, I have a big family and my family wants to do stuff all the time. So it's hard to say no. But if I have goals and like this is the way that, you know, I'm making money right now, I have to put myself first. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do. But then like now that there, you can kind of pick your off season during my downtime, I try to spend a little more time with friends and family and then like everyone knows, like when I'm getting ready for a competition, it's a little bit more business and being serious and not hanging out with friends as much so I can kind of focus on what I need to do. So um, I don't know. I feel like it's a never ending battle of trying to figure that out of a balance. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, you just you have to be a little bit selfish during times. So and then just, you know, make sure you thank those people that stood by your side when you get done with the competition and hang out with them and whatever, do whatever you can afterward. But I think the people that like friends and family that are truly there for me know that there's a time and a place to have fun and do certain things and go out. And then there's times where it's just have to be a little bit more serious. So. Yeah. I think that's uh, a good kind of point that I can see there is that your kind of support network yeah. understand you you know and it's like okay you're getting in games mode performance mode maybe we're not going to invite you out for drinks too too many yeah. times <laughs> like that. and then when you're done it's like yeah come out party you know we're yeah, still like here we're still done. cool you definitely you definitely have to have a balance like you can't just be super serious all the time because if you do that then you're going to lose out on a lot of things and you're you're only going to compete for so long right especially mm. at this level your body's eventually going to fall apart so what do you have when you get done so always have your friends and family there that are truly there to support you and we'll be there when you get done with competing <laughs> what do you feel has been your hardest um sort of crossfit event so far like your first or you know what's been your most com most competitive i guess the most stressful um anything with a heavy lift i'm like oh my gosh just just, just damage control really at this point <laughs> uh, anytime you see like a one rep max of anything or just like heavy barbells i'm like oh crap <laughs> and what i usually try to do is like all right don't get last place do your best it's all you can do you can't get frustrated with where you're at right now um and then i just try to capitalize on the workouts that i know i can really do good and try not to make any mistakes um but yeah usually it's just the heavy lifting where i'm like oh my gosh all right let's get it together <laughs> but everyone everyone i think people feel that way they just don't say it 
um, about like certain events where they're just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a terrible event. But I think that was the cool thing about being in the top 10 um, at the games this year is, you know, some of us had the same weaknesses, like me and Carrie and Haley couldn't clean the first weight. So we're like, crap. But we knew that kind of going into it. So we just kind of like stuck together and we're like, you know what, let's just do the best that we can. And then kind of going into the other workouts, we're like, all right, you know, we're all in this together. So <laughs> I think you kind of have to use people too at the competition and just kind of work as a team. Like, all right, we're all hurting. Our legs hurt. Everyone's sore. Everyone's beat up. So you just do the best that you can. Just keep moving. Um, so what advice would you offer to someone wanting to sort of pick up CrossFit and compete in events? Like any advice, keep going, try it don't give up, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. I think the most important thing is like sticking to something consistent. So like when I started CrossFit, I just did a hodgepodge of things because I was just excited to do it all. So I was doing Invictus programming and Misfits and comp training. And I just was doing class, like whatever. And I wasn't taking any rest days. And then when I started taking it more seriously, I finally got a coach and just like stuck to a plan. And I think that was like, the biggest change for me is like sticking to a plan and like not going off of it. So do whatever your coach says to do and not doing extra. I think at first when I started with my coach, I was like, yeah, I feel great. So I'm just going to do X, Y, and Z more. And he's like, no, don't do that. Like you're going to want your rest days. And I was like, no, I feel great. And then like six weeks into the program, I was like, okay, I understand. Yeah. I do need rest days. <laughs> I enjoy them and I shouldn't do extra work. So um, that was like the biggest change for me is like sticking to a plan and uh, trying not to veer off of it because coach knows best, <laughs> or at least yeah. most coaches do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, another question that I kind of wanted to ask, but I, if you don't have to answer it, if you don't want it, it's completely fine, is just to do with like how clean CrossFit is in the sense of drug testing and things like that is there anything in place because i don't know much about it on that side of things so yeah. kind of interesting to hear it from your perspective um so as far as like drug testing goes like we get drug tested um like at least once throughout the year and then it's always random as far as like competitions go and then like for placements too like if you're one two or three um for any sanctional event um or even at the crossfit games you're definitely gonna get drug tested like at when i went to argentina in december um i got randomly selected to be drug tested so i got drug tested like on the first day and then because i got first they also drug tested me again so i get i got drug tested twice in the matter of like four days <laughs> um but i mean i don't know i think that like with anything especially when there's money involved people are going to maybe find loopholes uh yeah. but and i think it's i think it's i'm glad that they're kind of stepping up the game as far as like now i think they're doing p tests but also blood tests too i think where they can find a lot more um but it's kind of scary like you don't want to take any supplements now because you're like oh but what if like you know the supplement that you took was manufactured in this place and it just happens to have something in it so uh, no, I try to stay away from taking too many supplements as far as like BCAs go. I don't take like any pre-workouts, but uh, as far as like recovery products go, I'm like, oh, it's kind of scary now. Um, but I think they're doing a better job with the drug testing. But I feel like, you know, I think there's 
there's people that are gonna wanna maybe cheat and cheat, right, yeah. you know <laughs> like i don't know that's sport isn't it like that's that's it yeah. it's sport you know people are always gonna want to find a way to and that's fine like and that's on them like i i don't mind it like i'd rather compete against them and if i beat them cool if not that's fine but like that's on them they have to be able to lay their head at night knowing that they did something and weren't mm. telling the truth but like i want to have a family so i don't want to take anything because of that and plus yeah it's illegal to take stuff so <laughs> i'm not gonna be taking things um no. but you know some people don't maybe necessarily care about that stuff so they're gonna do whatever they want to just to get ahead of somebody and i don't know karma right I that's think on that them right things, yeah yeah like things catch up to you eventually and the truth always comes out so that's on them. I don't, and i don't right? mind competing against them i don't care i'm like whatever let's do this <laughs> <laughs> no that's it and at the end of the day like you said uh karma will do its thing and yeah in in the sports world cheats get found out uh, Absolutely. And performance wise as well i think people can notice sometimes that oh, like this yeah. guy last year hey. was yeah <laughs> what's going on down here yeah but well, like, well, like what you're saying performance wise too like you can like if someone's jumping from cleaning 215 to 285 like as a woman in one year it's like hmm, oh, that's mm. a little interesting <laughs> been eating that foreign meat you know that's like containing some fucking creatine or something yeah, right? i don't know <laughs> um but that's it that's it from me um in the sense of questions is there anything you'd like to to add yourself where people can find you i'll put all your links in the video um and youtube anyways in the description so people can contact you yeah um, i don't know if anyone's got any questions as well if they want to fire them in that you might want to answer for there but yeah the floor is yours feel free to fire off with anything yeah i mean uh, this is like probably the best way to contact me is through Instagram It's mostly where I'm at. I have like a Twitter, but it's not, I don't really get on it. It's just connected to my Instagram and then Facebook, same thing. So it's the easiest way to get in contact with me. Uh, hopefully in the near future, I'm trying to come up with some online programming to do for people. So people will be on the lookout for that. And yeah, it's just, it's a weird time for everybody. So it's just trying to make the most of this time and I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know when it's going to be normal again. <laughs> uh, someone's put any advice for, I can't pronounce that word Watapalooza. for some reason. That's I really it. want to make the stage as a beginner. Um, I would say the biggest thing is probably get a coach that knows about competing and especially like a three-day competition. Because like I said at the beginning, going from doing like a local competition to a three-day competition is way different <laughs> um and i think the only way to really understand how that feels is to unfortunately go through it and then you kind of are like all right now i understand but i think the biggest thing is getting a coach that really understands like crossfit and like three-day competitions or four-day competitions and stuff um i think that's really important yeah have you got a website at all or anything like that by the way um i don't have a website right now that's another thing that i'm trying to work on and put up cool. so hopefully hopefully soon hopefully soon yeah if you when whenever that happens um even with your workouts that you're going to be um pinging out if you send them to me whether it's six months from now or a year from now i'll yeah. put them in the video as well so because it's always going to get views it's out there on the internet now so right cool, good yeah. to update that stuff right 
Um, but yeah, no, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, so thank you for your time. You know, yeah, I think yeah, it's been fun. You. Hopefully it's been, been cool to chat. Yeah. I don't absolutely. know how I've done. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for uh, um, jumping on here with me and thanks guys for listening. Uh, yeah. And tuning in. Jump off. I guess I could answer like one more question. Yeah. Go for it. What one do you want? For emotions, like realizing you were at the games. Oh, yeah. good, mm -hmm. good, good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, normal emotions, right? <laughs> Nervous. Lots of different emotions. <laughs> Maybe get somebody else. Uh, Is everything right. cool with the lockdown? Yep, everything's cool. Just uh, hanging out in my apartment. Got my workout equipment behind me. And working out here mostly and with this guy. <laughs> he's a good looking guy oh yeah he's real good looking thank you yeah. look at the size of those arms <laughs> he's got some big arms <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm looking at mine thinking bro <laughs> you're making me look small he's <laughs> a really good looking guy have you got uh, rings on your door as well yeah For, oh um... yeah yeah so yeah um, so we're on the second floor of an apartment so I just put them over the stairs and do ring muscle ups with them <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors really like that. <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy. I haven't had any That's... issues as far as like my neighbors complaining. Like we're always working out in here. Uh, I don't have anybody below me, which is really nice. It's like an entryway to the first floor. So I got really lucky with that. Um, but yeah, no, the neighbors are like really cool and they never, they never say anything. anything. So I got really lucky with that. Maybe they're too scared. Yeah, yeah, it's probably. Like, this woman must be crazy. Yeah, like, man, there's like two muscular people outside, and they got a bulldog. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thank you. Honestly, really, really appreciate that, um, and appreciate your time. It's been cool chatting and, and learning about your story and and how you're going with competing and things like yeah. that. So yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, if you cannot discard this when you end it, fingers yeah. crossed, no I pressure. I don't want to like mess it up. So I press end and then I'll ask you to save it. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Press end. And then I think it will say somewhere discard or it'll say post the story, just post it to the story and I'll, I'll get it. No pressure. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting off here. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank and you. Um, everyone. Yeah. All right. Later guys. Take care. Bye.